Hey, what is up? Welcome back to another episode of Worst You Ever Had, a podcast about our worst and most embarrassing moments. I am Olive. And I'm Shelby. We have a great guest on today. Megan will be telling us a few of her most embarrassing stories in just a little bit. So we just finished moving one of our dear friends out of her apartment. Out of Brooklyn. It was a very sad day. It was a really sad day. Um, But we were just talking about this as we were getting ready to start this podcast, how nice it is that every time one of us moves, all of our lady friends all come together. Everyone always volunteers to help you move. Mm -hmm. And we did it today. We had three of us and we got it... Or. Gosh, no, we had four of us. I wasn't counting myself. <laughs> we had four of us, and we got it done so fast. We move quick. And it's, uh, just a side note, if you hear a bunch of change rattling in the background, it's my roommate, Brianne. <laughs> We've pooled all our change to buy a Thanksgiving turkey this year, so that's what that noise is, um, is her shaking it out of the bags and boxes that it's in um, so that we can... We can eat well this Thanksgiving. <laughs> Hashtag adulting. <laughs> Hashtag adulting. Anywho. So we, we were helping our friend move today, and I've made it like a personal mission to help people move when they need it. Like, I'm like, I hear about a friend moving, and I'm like, listen, I can be there. I can help. Because there was a period in my life where I moved several times, like every four to six months, and I always had like a girlfriend and her boyfriend would, like, somehow, like, come out of, like, the depths to, like, with their truck to, like, help me move. So I didn't have to pay for anything. I had all these, like, strong people. And more than one of those times, I'm literally talking about four times in a row, I had been, like, packing and hurt my back the night before, like, the big moving part. And so my friend and her boyfriend or fiancé or whoever show up, and I'm, like, crippled and lying there on the floor. And they're like, don't worry, we can do it. And just, like, pack up all my stuff, put it in their car, get me where I need to go, and, like... Just, like, like set me off with, like, very little effort for me. So I had, my karma was out of whack. And I realized it when I was trying to win Hamilton tickets every day and wasn't winning them. And I was like, there's something in the universe that I have to set right. So I've decided that by helping people move when they need it, I will get karma. I will get steps on my Fitbit. And also, then I just get to hang out with my good friends, which no. is, is and fun. you're so. a great moving <laughs> helper. You helped me last time. It I was like amazing. You came in right at the moment when I was in tears. You and Brienne both showed up, and I'm crying with ice hungry. cream. Yeah, you came with <laughs> ice cream. I was crying and hungry, sitting on my kitchen floor, having a full blown panic attack, not knowing how. I couldn't pack my, I couldn't get my kitchen together. I couldn't do it, and it was the best thing in the world. You came in. Oh. We ate ice cream. We had something to eat. And the weirdest part about it was we were literally just like walking home from eating out, and like walked by your place. And we're like, oh, we should call Shelby and see what she's up to. And then you were like, actually, I would love the help. And it was so, it was like, it was good karma all around. I feel like that just like the moving goddesses were in the air and yeah. were like, hey, um, it was like a siren call, come help your friend move. And we did and we got it done and we fixed it. And then the next day I, <laughs> I continued to help you, you move. You were the best no. over in the world. <laughs> but this is like my, I, <laughs> I yeah. It, okay, I should preface <laughs> this with, I have moved, since I've moved to New York, I have moved like, five times in, like, three or four years. Like, I move all the freaking time. and It's that Brooklyn life. It is. Um, and I, the last two times, was like, you know what? I'm not carrying any more boxes ever again. I will carry, like, my plants down and put them in my car. Everything else, I'm hiring someone to move this shit. 
and we did, and last time it was amazing. But when you hire someone, you need two people. You need one yeah. person to sit in the apartment and, like, direct the situation. You need the other person to sit in the car and, like, be prepared to move it when the cops come and tell you that you're parked in front of a fire hydrant. And so your stuff doesn't get stolen. Right, and you need you need two people. Yeah. And, you know, like, single life, so you came being my... <laughs> Number one best person, and sat there in the car, the car, which was essential. It was, like, the essential role. So, like, on paper, I know it's essential, but, like, I was, like, I was I was talking to my mom because I was, like, just sitting in the car, like, oh, who can I call on the phone and talk, talking to my mom, like, mom, I'm getting my karma up, I am, like, doing good work here, and she's, like, what are you, why are you talking to me if you're supposed to be helping move, and I was, like, no, 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 I'm in charge of sitting in the van, and she made so much fun of me <laughs> that I was, like, helping someone move when I was actually just sitting in the van, um, but it was, yeah, it was, I don't know. It was, it was so hilarious. helpful. <laughs> so if you're listening, I'll did a fantastic job that day. I really appreciate it. Well, well, thank you. And I think it's another, like, in this time it was instead of two of us, or two or three of us, it was four of us all just like lady power together, pack this crap up, get it in the boxes, get it in the car. And we fit a whole apartment into a minivan today, which is we like, did. to me, I feel like, Wedging all of that stuff in the space that it fits in is like gives me a lot of joy. I think that's it was the most impressive game of Tetris that I've ever played. Yeah, it was good. We, we did a it. damn good job. So anyway, we're feeling very proud of ourselves. In the process, I'm not sure anything embarrassing happened. I like actually feel very proud of this. Yeah, and it's probably the first time that I've moved without anything crazy happening. It was amazing. Mm. And we finished ahead of schedule today. The point of all of this is. Uh, women are the best, and Seriously? Uh, we, don't need, we don't need the boyfriends at the basketball games or the ones that are non-existent. Yeah. We don't need men. We can do it all by ourselves. Um, unless some of my girlfriends, boyfriends, and husbands want to come help me move next time, then please, Sam, Jordan, Nick, <laughs> you're all very welcome. You've been there before. You're familiar with my stuff. Today we are here with Megan, who is a very good friend of mine. I'm very excited to have her on the podcast. So, welcome. Hey. Hey. So, how's it, uh, how's it going? It's going good. I'm happy to be here. We're so excited to have you. Um, so, let's kick things right off. So, I believe you have prepared two truths and a lie for yes, us. Yes, I have. Excellent. Okay, yeah. And they might be more for Olive, but you are free to guess as well. Excellent. I'm ready. Okay. So, here we go. Um, my ex-boyfriend once paid an acapella group to serenade me. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> no wonder you two are friends. <laughs> okay. Um, I, um, I once declared my love to my high school crush via a handwritten letter that I delivered to him in person. Mm. And the worst date I have ever been on um, culminated in me arriving at the guy's apartment to find that the only thing decorating his refrigerator was a picture from The Shining, and it was the Here's Johnny moment. Oh, boy. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, my God. Okay, I feel like I'm just going to throw it out there. I think number one is the truth. Because I like it and I want it to be the truth. I'm between number two and three. 
I'm going to say number two is a lie. You made, like, a friend deliver it instead. I very strongly agree with that. Okay. I don't think that you delivered it yourself. So, <laughs> the first two are actually the truth. No! Yeah, so, however, the third, the shining thing, it is true, but it didn't happen to me, it happened to my roommate. Oh, shit. And I stole it. I stole it from him. That's smart. That's... (laughs) That's amazing. That's screwed up. It is, yes. And he was absolutely terrified, and he left that apartment as fast as he could. Hell yeah. Um, But yeah, no, I did. I delivered that letter myself, Mm. and um, it was very traumatic. You hung out for the reaction? Um, I, I, I kind of, I told him basically the contents of the letter and I just said, and this was also me declaring my love, but also saying like, I don't want us to, um, ever talk again because I want to just like be my own person and get over you now because this was when I. (laughs) That is a very rich letter. It's like, I love you, but I can't. But please leave me. (laughs) Ooh. So yes. this was at the end of high school, and I was saying, I need a fresh start. You know, I'm, I love you, but I can't be friend-zoned by you anymore. And um, so I told him that we were going to break up as friends, but that this was my declaration of love. And I said, just read it later. Did, wait, did, was there ever any, like, <laughs> repercussions? Did you ever fe- hear back? So... He never, like, responded to that letter. Like, he basically respected... Because I told him... I mean, he knew what it said. I didn't say it, like, as dramatically as it was written. But he... um, I told him I didn't want him to, like, respond to the letter. I was like, this is going to be the end of our communication. Damn, drop the mic! (laughs) So I've always been, like, very dramatic. I thought I was, like, living in a romance. I I love drama. (laughs) I've also manufactured drama my entire life. Also, you mm-hmm. do kind of live inside a romance novel. I do. I mean, I really believe that. Yeah. <laughs> I totally support that. Knowing the things about you that I know, straight out of a romance yeah. novel. Yeah. We both got fooled by you. <laughs> <laughs> Everything sounded real. And as I understand, uh, your story also has to do with, like, a very real situation with an ex-boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to hear it. Okay. Here we go. So, I've actually... I've never really thought about this as my most embarrassing moment. Okay. Um, I really had to rack my brain for what I was going to talk about. But I think this is just something, it's not a moment, it's more like a period of time in my life that I am embarrassed to even think of. I've got a lot of those. Just due to like my behavior and like just everything that transpired. Um, so this is um, the story of my first boyfriend. It was my... Um, week-long relationship. Bless. <laughs> um, in How the, old are you? The, that's uh, maybe the most embarrassing <laughs> part I was. I was 16 years old. I was in the 10th grade. That is the nicest thing ever. And um, nice. it was a week. Um, and so this, I'm going to, I'm going to protect his identity and I'm going to call him Steven. All right. So Steven, um, I had, like, a tiny, I had a tiny crush on Steven, not huge, not, like, love letter declaration level, um. (laughs) What, wait, how far after, no, this, your love letter declaration was at the end of high school? It was, so this was after Steven. Okay, okay. Um, 
But so Steven, I was like, he'll do. You know, I was like, I'm 16 years old. Like, it's time for me to get like a real boyfriend. So I was like, gotta get the ball rolling. Can't be 17 without having had a boyfriend, without having been in like a real relationship. Not that this ended up being one. So <laughs> a week we... is a real relationship. <laughs> Ask anybody who went to middle school and high school. <laughs> so we um we went to um the movies together, um, just like on a Just random, the two of you? Just the two of us. Damn. Um and you know, this all kind of like transpired via AIM, AOL Instant Messenger. We, that's when we like made our plans to go to the movies. Wait, and... wait, wait, wait. What was your screen name? <laughs> Um, okay, well, for a very long, I love, um, I love reading, and I love books, so, for most of my life, my screen name was Books Rock 101. No. That's so good, that's so good. What was your Shelby? Mine was, um, Always Dreaming, without, like, half the letters, the way it's spelled out, it was... Al was dreaming, like, was the way it turned out. And my aunt at one point, recently, one of my uncle's name is Alan, and she added me recently after, like, after they got married, and she had, like, this very weird thing where she's like, is this, what? What is happening right now? What is this screen name? Do I know this person? Is this, what is he, does he have a second identity? It was this very funny, awkward moment with my new aunt, and then yeah. we moved on. <laughs> So Books Rock 101 and Steven were on and Steven. it. <laughs> Wait, we can't just breeze by this. And what was wrong? <laughs> yeah, what was yours? I was trying so hard to be a star. I had more, I had a lot. My, like, I think the most used one was <laughs> Pinkerbell 158. Oh. Which was, sure. like, I wanted to be, like, Tinkerbell because I love Peter Pan, but, like, also I, like, I was a girl and I want people to know that I was, like, Tinkerbell. I sure. also love Peter Pan. I had the biggest crush on him. He, okay, wait. The Did case. you watch, like, the movie with the, um, it came out, ooh, like, maybe, like, 2002, 2003, and there's this this boy. It's He's literally a boy at this point, but mm-hmm. at the time I was, like, no, he is the sexiest man alive, like. Honestly, I, was, I, I couldn't I even was, get with it. I was really attracted to the cartoon. Oh, just the cartoon? Okay, okay. I'm with you. A cartoon, with you. like classic cartoon Peter, like that's what I was there for. I used to pretend I was the cartoon Peter, like when I was th- three and four, and I would like run around my, somehow I had like a fake plastic sword, and I'd be running around my house saying like, I'll fight you with one hand tied behind my back. And yes! <laughs> I, in... Retrospect, I had the haircut because I cut my own hair. <laughs> and I had the sword and all I really was was Peter Pan. So that like came with me and I became Pinkerbell 158. Not not a shining moment. That's beautiful. I okay, I feel like it's only fair for me to then throw this one in because my aim wasn't really fair. My email. Oh no. The, my email. No, no, no. My that was my real aim, but my email up until oh. up until like sophomore year of college. I'll kill you. <laughs> Get right. No, you're gonna hate me so much. Was funny bunny two 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 at hotmail. Oh. Because I am the coolest person in the world. Oh. It is currently a defunct email, so <laughs> nobody can email me there. But oh, my God. I like actively use that up until. Until someone in school told you no? Well, uh, well, and then, and then, then I, I switched to my email. school email for, like, all, like, 
professional, sure, sure. whatever professional context I had at the time, but I use that for all of my, like, not social. But I had that and used that until, with only, like, family and direct friends, until, like, two years after college. Wow. You know what, though? Celebrities have, really have, like, crazy um, emails like that. Like, yeah. I think when they had that, like, like, the Sony leak, it came out that Jennifer Lawrence's personal email was something like peanut butter butt something 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 <laughs> and it's because you can't be jennifer lawrence at gmail.com right, right if you're famous because you'll get all these these incoming things so it's almost even more legit to have like a crazy weird like kitschy email yeah. because it means like you don't want people to get in contact with that one no and yeah. that's the way i believe very strongly in segmenting like your work life and your personal life so i don't cross those lines ever so it was a very easy thing because I wasn't giving that email to anyone that I met <laughs> during college or any like. You don't have it anymore. Have you ever tried funnybunny222 at gmail.com? Uh, no. So the whole relationship transpired on AIM. It really did. I mean, we went to, we went to both middle school and high school together because our middle school and high schools were um, connected. Um, but uh, we talked the most on AIM. Um, of course. And, and, yeah, and so that's, that's like, where we planned this movie date. Um, and uh, I hate to even say what the movie was because that just solidifies, like, how old I was. I really want to know what the movie was, though. <laughs> but um, it was Alice in Wonderland with Johnny Depp in 3D. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's, like, honestly, like, a fairly recent movie. But, um, so that's when this, that's when our, um, first kiss, uh, happened. During the movie? It happened during the movie, and we both, like, took our 3D glasses off. (laughs) (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, just to, like, have the kiss, like, and it wasn't, like, a severe makeout, like, it was, like, we took it off before the kiss happened, you know, like, because we were, like, we're gonna... You knew this was happening. Okay, wait, can I just, like, if in my experience, like, you were, like, holding hands, and it, the holding hands was getting, like, yes, very, like... it was getting, like... Exciting. <laughs> very, very upsetting, like... But, yeah, exciting, and, like, I mean, his hands were, like, clammy, and, and I was just, like, I felt so awkward and nervous, and also, like, I was really there for Johnny Depp. I was just gonna say, like, knowing you, like, I can't believe that you would have picked I, I would have wanted to I see know. that movie. Like, I know it's hard to say now that, like, all these, like, really upsetting and questionable things have come out about him, now that he's a domestic No, you abuser, know what, it was, like, 2006, whoever, Johnny Depp, like, we can yeah, just, like, so go I, back. I truly adored Johnny Depp. Who um, didn't? And so I was really watching the movie, but then I was also, like, my hand was getting groped. Mm-hmm. And, and so then, like, we, we took the glasses off. We had this, like, very strange kiss. Um, and then we, like, put the glasses back on and, like, kept watching the movie. <laughs> so um, good. And I, 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 like, very clearly remember that the kiss happened during, um, during the scene that Anne Hathaway is, like, fighting the... The famous monster of Alice in Wonderland. So it was, like, the climax. Sure. And, sure. and I think we both knew, also, that it was, like, we don't have that much time left in this movie, so, like, we need to kiss now, otherwise it's not gonna happen. Because this was, like, the final battle. So we had that date, and then later that night, we were messaging... This is where it gets embarrassing. Because that wasn't even, like, scratching the surface. I mean, the most embarrassing moments <laughs> of high school, for at least for me, were all on AIM. So yeah, so this is where I it got, it. like, really bad. Um, so we were on AIM later that night, and um, we were, like, talking about our date and, like, you know, whatever, and 
I I said that like I really thought that we should be boyfriend and girlfriend because my point wasn't to like kiss Steven. It was to make a boyfriend out of Steven. Like yes. I had like my goals were in sight and I was like I got to do this before I'm 17 years old and it gets embarrassing. So like Steven is going to be my boyfriend now. And so I was on AIM saying like Steven um I want us to like be official now that we've kissed once. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was official with many a boy before we ever kissed. Men who I've still never kissed, I was, it were my boyfriend. Yeah, so, you know, and I was voicing that to him. I was saying, like, it's real now, um, we're bonded. And so he, <laughs> and he really, he didn't want to. He was like, he was in a band, and he, he oh, thought he would, he would be a bad boyfriend, he, he was too busy, this and that. And, and I said, you know what, like, I really don't need much. I just need the title. <laughs> like, I just need this to be a reality. Bless. And so um, he said, he finally said, okay. And I was like, oh my gosh, I finally have a boyfriend. God bless. Like, and then, um, and I was super excited about it. And I like, went, <laughs> I went to, I went to school the next day, like thinking, okay, I'm going to see my boyfriend and it's going to be super real. And, um, when we saw each other, like, neither of us knew what to do, and it was, like, excruciatingly awkward, and we had this hug, and I don't know, like, how to put into words how deeply and viscerally upsetting this hug was to me. I've never had a more awkward hug in my whole life, and it was so awkward that in that moment, I truly hated him. Because I, because people saw us hug. And that was the whole point. Right, but but it was it was such an awkward hug. It wasn't like I could be proud, like oh, I'm hugging my boyfriend. It was like, oh my god, I'm so embarrassed that I'm experiencing this obviously awkward hug in front of like my entire class because this was like pre, like pre homeroom, pre morning classes, and like people saw this happen and um, (laughs) and it made me very upset. No, and that's like where things happened in high school. Exactly. It was You're the kind all of... all your lockers. Yes, like, that exactly. That is the social moment. Exactly. Right. And I wanted it to be, like, my shining moment, and it really wasn't. And so, um, at that moment, I realized, you know what, like, he can't be. He can't oh, be my damn. boyfriend. Right. This <laughs> is not meant to be. The hug was not beautiful. It was awkward. It was. And it, I definitely had, like, way too strong of a reaction to how awkward it was. And I, and now, you know, looking back, like, I could have been a lot more understanding. Like, I'm sure I played a role in how awkward it was. You know what? I reject all <laughs> of that because I think that maybe our very, very, very dramatic 16-year-old selves were right about everything. <laughs> and our 20-something selves are the people who are, like, too accepting of flaws. Yeah. No. I'm- and that's why we end up, like, being like, what the hell? <laughs> like, six oh, yeah. months into a relationship when you're yeah. like, actually, if I would have, like, been a 16-year-old and paid attention to some of these signs, like how awkward and how sweaty his hand was... I could have known there was flags. Right. Known from that first hug. Right. My gut instincts were way better at 16 than they are now. Honestly. Maybe I don't have to feel as guilty. But, you know, I'm not done yet, so we'll see. Oh, God. But, um, oh, no. <laughs> so, I mean, I-, I went from, like, literally, honestly, like, begging him on AIM to be my boyfriend to the next day completely doing a 180 and saying, you know what, I'm, I'm ashamed. This honestly <laughs> feels very similar to my Tinder life right now. <laughs> Okay, I know, just to instant, yeah, instant nausea, <laughs> but, like, so I, I really was not having it at all, but, like, now we were official, and I had, like, demanded that it be so, so I was, like, okay, I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna be in this, I'm gonna try, 
Um, and so the whole week we were like half trying to like be each other's like significant others by like going, you know, we went to high school in New York City. So we went like home on the subway together and like stood at the same pole awkwardly. Like we never touched again um, after that like, end um, for the short duration of our relationship. Um, and so, you know, so we just, like, we hung out a little bit more, but I was so fiercely, like, unhappy with how awkward he was and, like, how awkward he made me feel that, like, I was being really mean to him and, um, and I think he didn't understand why and I really, like, would not touch him. (laughs) And so this is where, like, my shame comes in and where, like, my embarrassment comes in and so, like, by the end of that week, um, and also, I was approaching my birthday. This is why we were, like, really, like, come on, while well, I'm 16, you know? You were about to turn 17, and you yes. had a deadline. And so I was, like, deadline. And I was, like, you know what? Honestly, I've been thinking about this all wrong. Like, this, I've been thinking, I need to have a boyfriend before I turn 17. But then, at this point, like, this relationship was so upsetting to me um, that I just thought of it more as, like, a birthday present to myself to end it. <laughs> and so... <laughs> what, what, oh, my God. When I got to the, <laughs> when I got to the edge of the week, we went on like a quote unquote date, uh, just kind of walking around <laughs> together outside, like in the foliage um, sure. of New York City. <laughs> um, and, and I said to him, you know, like I really don't think this is working. <laughs> and I remember he said, you know, and this was I don't think I've ever been meaner, um, honestly. And but uh, he he said, oh, are you gonna say like it's not? you know, that whole thing, you know, it's not you, it's me. And I said, no, I'm going to say, like, it's actually, it's not me, it's it's you. You make me. <laughs> <laughs> and I really said this to him. And I feel so ashamed for Steven. If any of us could be blessed with your confidence. <laughs> I need to hug you right now. Oh, my God. That is... Hell yes. How did I not know this about you? I know. I just so much respect. Because it's also like, oh my, I was, I made it, I forced him to be my boyfriend. You thought it was and right. I, you were nothing ever, like you were always honest with this boy. You never true. lied to him once. You told him what lied. you wanted and the minute it was not what you wanted, you told him, no, it is not me, it is you and it you are you. not what I want. No. Yeah. May all women be blessed with your confidence (laughs) and charisma approaching their first relationship. Hell yes. Thank you. I don't know what else to say. I think we need to follow this up with another one, because I've got one of these. You do? Do you have your Valentine's Day story? Okay, so that's what this is. I've already touched upon a couple episodes ago the boy who wrote a musical about me. So, I mean, not great taste. Mm -hmm. However, the next boy in my life after the musical one, similar situation, um, we shared, I don't know, we had, like, some stupid class together, um, he sat behind me, we had, like, a serious flirtation going on all through, um, the first semester of that year of high school, um, was a good friend of mine, um, and we, I was, like, priming him to be my next boyfriend, like, had my sights (laughs) set, that was what was gonna happen, I was ready for it. Then comes Valentine's Day. So nothing can ruin a guy for me more than Valentine's Day. I, as a human, hate red roses. Like, I really, I hate what Valentine's Day represents. Um, So, 10th grade of high school, Stephen, 
um, meets me in our <laughs> awkward class that we have together and arrives um, with presents in tow. We've flirted, we've never hung out outside of school, but he's decided Valentine's Day is the day to make his move. Oh. Mm. Shows up to class know. and gives me a large <laughs> red teddy bear. Oh no. So like, yeah. I yeah. Your face describes <laughs> it perfectly. <laughs> but that's not all. There was a teddy bear. There also was like a giant thing of chocolates. I think there were flowers as well. All I know is there were too many things for me to carry. I had my books, I had my bag, and now I had all of this stuff. And I didn't, I never used my locker, and it was February, so I didn't even remember what my combination was, so I couldn't (laughs) use it. So I had all of this stuff, and so therefore I was bringing all this stuff with me around for the rest of the day. It was like, I am not that good of a liar. Um, and it was blatantly obvious that he made a mistake, and I kind of was like, uh, thank you. And it was the same thing as your hug. That was like, nothing was clear to me that, like, this was never gonna work. Right, just in that moment, you knew. No, it was yeah. awful. Um, but so I get all this, it was like, I think flowers, chocolates, the stuffed animal. All the cliches, oh, right, yeah. in one bit. It gives this all to me, and I like, get to, finally school's over, I've had all this stuff with me, I get to theater rehearsal that afternoon and I literally I walk in and I'm late to rehearsal and I've got nowhere to put this stuff I'm like oh god I'm gonna walk in with all this stuff now I walk in the entire auditorium cracks up laughing Mm. because everyone I've now like known them for about like a year and a half they all know me really well and they know that like nothing could have been worse and all of the girls come over and they're like Tell me everything. What happened? Who was the idiot who gave you all of this stuff? <laughs> Has he ever spoken to you before? Oh, this and poor I like, guy. I know. I felt <laughs> awful. We never, we literally never spoke again. Oh. He moved his seat. We just signed seats. And he moved his seat. He, like, talked to the teacher, got his move the next day. He was not behind me. We never spoke <gasps> again. This is magical. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, boys are overrated and, like, ladies are where it's at. Yeah. If you feel awkward, get out. You always got your girls behind you. Yeah. yeah. Honestly. Something like that. And realistically, <laughs> I feel like if you feel awkward, get out is probably the best <laughs> advice that anyone has ever given, like, given me. Yeah. Honestly, that might be my new mantra. <laughs> it really might be. <laughs> You're almighty. Okay. Well, this has been another hilarious episode of Worst You Ever Had. A podcast in which we tell our worst nightmares and most embarrassing stories. I am Olive. I'm Shelby. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. You can find us on the internet at worstyouoverhad.com. You can follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, Worst You Ever Had. Send us an email at worstyouoverhad at gmail.com and subscribe to us on all of the channels. Okay, 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 okay.